Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Sunday, August 26. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Let's pray. Holy Father, I just want to thank you for a brand new day. I want to thank you, Lord, also for a brand new week and for the phenomenal passage we're going to jump into for this uh, beginning of this new series that we're going into, for uh, this this passage that actually calls us to a new place. I ask God for your spirit to give us good guidance, to give us uh, great hope and uh, great application as well. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow, a phenomenal passage. It is. I'm it is. This is, this. this is this is the one that I've been talking about forever. The, oh, this is the one. It's the one where it's, like, it starts. It'll answer all of the questions. It starts to pull us all through. Okay, so up until now, we've had all the kind of average humdrum. Passages, no, no, it's not humdrum. But it's, now <laughs> we have the. What was it, the word that you used? Phenomenal. phenomenal. It is phenomenal. phenomenal. Romans 8 is... It's Romans 8, 1 through 11 Yeah, it is. And we're only going to do, yeah, 1 to 11. And then next few weeks, we're going to do all of Romans 8, which is okay. center point. Okay. Well, so right now I'm reading Romans 8, 1 through 11 only, and in the English Standard Version. Hmm. Subtitle, Life in the Spirit. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. All right. All right. Yes, yes. I know. It's great. That was phenomenal. It is phenomenal. It's fantastic, actually. And and when you unpack it, it becomes even more amazing because, I mean, obviously Paul compresses so much in, but I'm... I'm, Well, and he says the same thing six times as usual. uh, uh, Yeah. But, yeah. Yes, that's one way to like describe it. I feel like he really it. compresses a lot in so much as he expands one single idea to fill an entire page. That would be more of the way that's that I think really about horrible. it. That's really horrible. Okay. That's not horrible. It's just it's, it a, way, like, it's, it's like, a way of communicating. Did you, uh, did you want to say anything? Because you could have said it in one sentence. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so our recalibrate question is this. And if you, you, you could read Daily Walk, it's at boulder.church forward slash daily. I'd like to encourage you to do that. Uh, Corey Douglas uh, is, our, is actually coming to speak at Boulder yeah, Church this week. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. And he's done a really good Daily yeah, Walk. I and, enjoyed reading and so, um, I don't I encourage you to read the day, uh, the daily walk today, and and then here's the questions that. Uh, Where did we hear? Oh, we heard him speak in Omaha. The yeah, pastors they yeah. had a 
uh, convention for pastors and their families. Yeah. And that was where we heard him speak phenomenal. last summer. It was really good. Really good. So we went, we've got to get him to come to our church. Absolutely. So we're, we're really blessed. He's going to be speaking Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon and then for the Cold Men's Cafe as well. But yeah, his, his only di- the men. Sorry, ladies. That's kind of sad. Yeah, I know. But, sorry. You know. No comment. Mm. All right. Um, Here's a question uh, or questions. How do you manage the tension between the struggle of your nature and the fact that Jesus is victorious? And what are some ways that you can praise God through the struggle? Ooh. Okay, so this is the idea that yep. we accept the fact that Jesus died for our sins. And so in that sense, you know, his sermon is titled No Condemnation. Yes, which we is actually the opening verse of 8.1. To be sinless, Right. In a way, there is no struggle, really, if we figure that Jesus died for our sins. And yet we're still trying to be better people. Okay. Okay. And so then the question would be, is that a futile thing to do? Like, is there any reason to try to be a better person if there is no condemnation and Jesus has died for your sins and he's victorious and that's a done deal? And therefore there's like, nothing to Like, why is there a struggle? Why is there a struggle? Why, mm-hmm. And why is it that we actually still uh, mess up still, if well, there is none? Do we think that there is some virtue in having deserved? Because, I mean, I, I can think... Oh, um, like, I mean, like we need well, some okay, kind of punishment? okay, if you figure... I remember hearing a story when I was growing up about a soldier who gave his life rescuing some person in a war. And then later on... The parents of the man who died. That's do you remember the story? story? Okay, it's your and story. And you used to mock me about this well, all I do, the time. Well, I do, the story is so sentimental and ridiculous. It no, it's nuts. a great story. But the point is, the parents go to see the man who yes. you know, their son died to save. I should tell the story. And he's a terrible person. I would person. tell the story much better he's than this. A, You're destroying it. No, I'm not. I'm making it clear. He's a terrible person. He, he's a drunk. He swears. He doesn't say anything about their uh-huh. son. He expresses no uh-huh. gratitude. He's not a worthy person. And they go away. It's terrible. They go away weeping, you know, because uh-huh. they're hoping that their son was somebody uh-huh. who gave his life for someone who was actually worth dying for. So I'm just wondering if part of what we're thinking is that, you know, if you do figure that Jesus died for you, that a part of you wants to be worthy of that for it not to have been like, wow, that was a waste of time. <laughs> not that God thinks that, but I think we all like to be worthy. Yeah, I think, we all, I think we all do like to be worthy of things. You know? Hey, do you know where I actually got that story from? Chicken soup for the soul. No, 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 no. Uh, do you remember when you came to Newball College the very first time, there was an American professor who used to pull all the Americans aside yes, I and do an orientation. Yes, I remember about how we huh? couldn't act like ourselves. Well, I was, in a, I was in a macro economics class with him. and he, that in macro? Uh-huh. And he, it has nothing he did to do that. with anything. He used to do devotional before okay. the classes began. And this was one day he did this devotional. He read this devotional to us. I was like, no way. That was a great story. I know. You told that story for years. That's why I laughed at you. And you finally stopped, and so I, I've I've you know, resurrected I, it. Here I was today. nearly going to use it. Were you? Were you and then as I, I, I and then I thought, oh no, Becky knows the story. I think it's such a it great story. It actually applies in the situation. Oh, sort of. it's such a great story. So, is there any value? Well, and how can you praise God through the struggle? I think that's the second. Part I of the think question Corey's question is really say. good because I like because I think that that is the tension between the reality that that there is no condemnation. Jesus is victorious. Yet our nature still exists. We're still a broken human being until the day that we are restored. Until the second coming, when we are, you know, Christ comes back and the whole world is transformed, and we're transformed. Or, and all those who are dead well, or raised, and just all because that kind of stuff. someone doesn't condemn you, doesn't mean that you don't want to do better. 
You know, the people who yeah. love you unconditionally in your life yeah. are usually fairly forgiving of your faults yeah. and things. I find that to be true, but it doesn't mean that I don't still want to be a better me, that I don't have standards for myself that have nothing to do with whether or not anyone's condemning me. Yeah. No, I, th- I think so. I, I think that that's actually part of the, part of the tension of being appreciative. Well, I think that's how you praise God through the struggle is being appreciative and actually cutting other people some slack as well. Yeah, extending Um, grace to others. Yeah, of recognizing that if you figure that the struggle really has been taken care of for you, then you can kind of let things go with other people. I love people who are just, you know, really just, I don't know, not not blindly optimistic, but who are just strong through difficult times. Yeah. I admire I admire people I'm like so that. I. And I and I think that there is and, and I'm I'm not saying that they don't suffer pain or they don't you know, they don't have like gut wrenchingly low moments, but they but they come through this because they understand that God is with them. They can hold on to God through these difficult times. And I think that that's actually uh, some something good. For me, uh, for myself, like there are ways that I can praise God through that. Um, worship actually, honestly, just uh, being in church sometimes is really good. Uh, for that and it helps me to be able to rethink through that uh, prayer helps me through that um, and for me I, I love studying we were we, I was just with some of my friends uh, going through this uh, process and we were asking each other uh, what is it that we really enjoy when it comes to preaching uh, and what is it that we are terrified when it comes to preaching and uh, and one of the things that we the preaching the I'm preaching yeah, yeah yeah uh, one of the things we talked about was actually just the the research mm. uh, the actual study and how much joy there is in the discovery of something new. Um, and that's always amazing. So when you discover something new through difficult times, I think you can praise God as well. And I think sure. that's actually good. Well, look, our time's up for today. So uh, I want to encourage you guys to think about this question, these two questions. How do you manage the tension between the struggle of, of your nature and the fact that Jesus is victorious? What are some ways that you can praise God through the struggle? And we will connect tomorrow, look after each other, and live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.